Hey there, friends, and welcome to The Chaos. The Chaotic Courage podcast is for you ambitious and adventurous introverts out there like me who have a dream. You want to quit your job, you want to travel the world, you want to find the love of your life, whatever it is. I'm here to teach you to trust yourself and your choices. We'll share stories about taking an untraditional path and all the obstacles that come with that. We'll change how you see certain things in your life, and we'll talk about common introvert issues. Trusting yourself starts with trusting the chaos in your life. So let's embrace the chaos and get ready to fly like fucking magic. Your journey starts here, introverts. Let's go. Just a heads up. This is an older episode back when I was Dami the Authenticity Coach and this podcast was called Calling You Out. So while I've shifted my focus now, this episode still has some gems. So enjoy and don't forget to check out the other episodes. See you there. everyone. This is Dami and welcome back to the 10th episode of Calling You Out. Now with the tagline, how to show the fuck up for your business. I got it right this time. (laughs) I know last week I kind of slipped up on that tagline shift, but you know what? Once you get used to saying something, something, it just kind of rolls off your tongue. And, uh, you know, I (laughs) kind of forgot last week, but I'm going to try my best not to forget. Um, but yeah, as, as you know, if you've listened to my previous episode, I did make the shift from being the INFP business coach into being an authenticity coach for virtual assistants. And that shift happened for a multitude of reasons, mostly because I just felt it was more authentic to me and I felt it was something I could really help people with more so than being the INFP business coach, you know? Um, if you want that whole story, you can go back to episode nine and listen to that episode because um, that kind of gives you that story and the story behind that. Wow, I just said that in two different ways. Um, but yeah, I figured today we would talk a little bit more about this whole concept of authenticity. And more specifically, we're going to do some myth busting about authenticity because I figure that's important. First of all, let's talk about what authenticity actually is. I know like people throw that word around, oh, be authentic, oh, be this. And I think, you know, some people have a very different perception of what it means. It really just boils down to being true to you, whatever that means. (laughs) So if someone looks at you and thinks you're inauthentic, that doesn't necessarily mean that's true. (laughs) Um, Because maybe you being professional and put together and stuff and wearing lots of makeup, maybe that is authentic to you. You just have to be able to recognize when it is or when you're trying to live up to someone's expectation. That is something that no one else can really tell you, only you can tell that to yourself. Um, So let's jump into, I'm going to make this a pretty quick episode, I think we're going to find out. Um, But let's jump into some of these myths that we have rolling around. And by the way, I'm a little sick. So if I cough a little bit, like I feel like doing right now, then I apologize. (coughs) Yeah. Oops. Um, Okay. Myth number one, being authentic makes you likable. Untrue. Very untrue. Um, So here's the thing. If everyone likes you, chances are you're not actually being authentic because when you are actually your own person, (laughs) um, there's always going to be people 
who don't like don't like your opinions. So if you're if again, if you're the kind of person that like literally everyone likes, it's probably because you're being inauthentic in different ways to different people. And I have lived through this. <laughs> um, you know, that doesn't mean that you can't be authentic and you're like, you know, generally likable to a large population. That that's not that. It's more think of more of the people who are like, you know, no one really has a, you know, particularly bad thing to say about them. They're always kind of like across the board liked. Um, even on like, you know, for maybe a specific issue and they're liked kind of by both sides, often that points to some sense of inauthenticity. And I know some people are sitting there going like, but, but, but like, yeah, no, like you should be like, you know, compromise and all of that stuff. Um, but here's the thing again, um, Ultimately, everyone has opinions and thoughts and things that they want to do that perhaps don't conform to something, to some sort of societal norm. And, you know, it doesn't mean everyone's, you know, everyone is a non-conformist. That is not what that means. But in certain ways, perhaps we are. Um, and in certain capacities and in certain groups, yes, we are. Um, and I know that can be difficult to kind of comprehend. But trust me when I say that if everyone likes you, um, and generally there's no one that dislikes you, you are not being authentic. Because if you are being authentic and you're actually speaking your truth and living your truth, there is going to be someone who dislikes you strictly for the reason that you are actually living to your full potential. Because there are a million people out there who just don't like it when people do that. They just don't. It's like they're the kind of people that often might stand out. Maybe that person's jealous. Maybe that person is like, oh, like they're not like, you know, they're not doing what people normally do. And there's always someone that kind of dislikes people who do that. Um, so if you are not being disliked by those kinds of people, whether you know it or not, um, then you're probably not being that authentic. That's just kind of how it is. You're just not being true to you. Everyone, you know, not everyone in the world's going to like you. You've probably heard that. And that is very true and there is absolutely no nothing you can really do to make everyone like you um and which is why people who you know generally are a little bit likable and again i went through this myself i was that person that everyone just kind of generally liked and or accepted in some way and it starts to make you feel stressed and frustrated and tired because you're just constantly like not being real you're constantly not saying what you want to say doing what you want to do you know, obviously there are moments in which like maybe like you, it's okay to kind of hold back a little bit. Um, I think that there are times when maybe you can compromise on that. Um, but when you're doing it constantly and you're doing it most of the time and you're just, you just feel like no one, even barely anyone knows who you really are. It does get really stressful and frustrating and tiring and there's no way around that. And if you're feeling that way, you are not being authentic. You are not. It is just not how it is. Um, and you know, as I was saying, some people will disagree with you and might not enjoy the content you're putting out. So as a business owner, maybe, you know, when you start being more authentic, not everyone agrees with you and that's okay. <laughs> and honestly, this is something I was running into. I was like trying to figure out what I wanted to post and started getting like a little more like, I almost ranty in some of my stuff. And I looked at it and I was like, what if someone disagrees with this? What if someone doesn't think this is true? And then I was like, oh, well, they're not my ideal client. They're not the people I'm speaking to. Um, if they don't believe in it and that's not their thing, they can go on ahead and find someone who does. <laughs> and that's just the truth of it, right? So in business, authenticity is just, you have to speak the truth that you're trying to get out to people. If you don't do that and you just kind of like 
put out some bland, you know, content, it's cool, but people aren't going to really necessarily want to work with you. At least not the ideal clients that you're looking for. Um, but if you do this kind of thing and you do speak your truth and all of that stuff, and you really speak from your heart and you say things that might be a little bit controversial, your tribe, the people who actually like are into that and like who like your vibe will love it. Not just like it, not just casually be like, oh, this is cool. They will actually love it. <laughs> and you won't just get like a tribe of people who kind of follow you, who like, you know, your stuff is just kind of there. You'll get people who will like seek your stuff out. <laughs> And that's what you really want. Like that's kind of where you want to be in your business, right? A lot of the big brands do this, right? Like you'll see like, you know, the Wendy's of the world on their, on their Twitter posting these hilarious, funny things um, that are like really out there. And some people criticize it, but the people who love it, love it. Um, even McDonald's, I'm talking about fast food chains because they're the first ones that come to mind when I see like them doing their marketing. You could think of anything else though. Amazon certainly has done it. Like you can see just all kinds of different content putting out there, whether it's funny, serious, uh, you know, related to some world issue, whatever it is, there are always, as you've probably noticed online, people who hate it and people who absolutely love it. And honestly, to be frank, that is some of the best marketing you can do. Obviously, you like just controversial for the sake of controversial, not the way to go, <laughs> negative attention. Um, but it is the way to go to actually like put something out there that is in line with your values and beliefs and whatever it is that kind of again makes you stand out now i'm all about standing out but seriously that's what gets you your loyal clients and friends um and that said like all of that said you are actually more likely to be liked if you're authentic simply because you give off a certain energy so when you're not being authentic and this is something that happened to me too you kind of give off like you kind of give off an energy of either desperation, um, just like awkwardness, just like these, this kind of like negative vibey energy that whether people admit it or not, really like people can kind of, you know, feel that. They, 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 it's kind of like an intuition that a lot of people have or some or sensing or whatever it is that a lot of people have. They can just kind of sense your energy. And you'll notice like people will kind of act more awkward around you or maybe like with you, you've been around people who've had that kind of energy and you just don't know how to handle it versus people who have an energy that you really vibe with and all of a sudden it's like maybe you're really quiet and all of a sudden it's like you feel like you can talk, you feel comfortable, like you feel happy. And that's because you're around someone who has that kind of energy. <laughs> and honestly, like I've run into those people and I've always wondered like, why, why can't I have that energy? Um, and again, it comes from just being myself because not everyone, for example, liked that person that I liked. Some people would probably get annoyed. And I heard some people who would get annoyed with these people. They'd be like, oh, like, you know, they're too peppy. They're too happy. I don't know why that would be something people would put down, but some people do. <laughs> it's like, oh, they, you know, they're too naive. They're too this, too that. Um, but personally, I found that these people were really, you know, I admired them and I wanted to have that energy. So if you have give off, if you are be able to be authentic and be true to yourself, you are automatically, first of all, a little bit happier <laughs> in general. And in doing that, you're actually going to give off a better energy and people are going to be attracted to that rather than the more negative, desperate, like secluded, I don't know, what's that word? Um, energy, reclusive hermit <laughs> energy, whatever that is. Um, and obviously like we're all a little bit different. Like, let me 
can't be honest. Like I'm a little bit of a hermit and I have no problem being a hermit. Um, but I think there's a difference like letting off that energy, that energy and vibe of having of people like, you know, don't talk to me um, and like, you know, make, make turning people away versus, you know, the energy of just like, I'm going to do what I want to do and fuck everyone else. Um, which is very, which is a very different energy, but ultimately I still get to be my hermit self. So, you know, think about, I know energy can be kind of a strange term for some people. If it's something that doesn't vibe with you, maybe think of it just in terms of like, you know, when you're happier, automatically your body language and the way you speak and the way you interact with people is just generally better than when you're stressed and frustrated and tired, right? Um, And that's kind of what that means by energy, right? Your energy kind of dictates how you act and how you speak and how you interact and the way your eyes move and like all of this other stuff that people notice. Um, And the tone of your voice, again, all of the stuff that people notice. And uh, that's kind of what creates that energy. So if you're trying, if you're looking at it from a more logical standpoint, that's what that is, right? (laughs) So naturally, being authentic makes you a little bit happier. And I know it seems scary sometimes to do some of it being like, oh, but, you know, the consequences of doing that. But ultimately, like, again, being more yourself does feel better. Um, even if you have to go through those, you know, those little consequences and deal with some of the criticism in the meantime, if you're actually able to stick to being yourself, um, you are ultimately going to be happier in the long run rather than feeling stressed and frustrated and tired from not being true to yourself and having to basically fake it all the time. All right. Sorry. Went a long rant on that one. Myth number two that I see this a lot, but apparently no makeup is automatically authentic. (laughs) It's like a thing. People think that like, you know, oh, if I go on with no makeup, it's like, that's authenticity, right? No, that's not true. And I think that people see that a lot looking at me because I go on with no makeup and I go on not wearing the best clothes and wearing no bra and not caring what my face looks like. And everyone thinks that 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 means authentic, like silly and goofy means authentic because it's so different to what a lot of people do on places like Instagram, you know? So they're like, oh, if it's different, then it must be authentic, right? That's not true. Um, For some people, authenticity is wearing makeup. For some people, it's like maybe like putting that full face, maybe that is an art to them and they like looking that way and they feel that is the most them. As long as you're not doing it in because of an expectation someone else is putting on you, if you're doing it for you and you're doing it because you like it, just regardless of what anyone else tells you, if they tell you you wear too much makeup, if they tell you like, you know, you cake it on, if they tell you it's fake, whatever anyone else is telling you, if you like it, then that's authentic to you, right? (laughs) Um, Authenticity is not one-dimensional. It's not like this specific type of person is authentic. Everyone's different. That's kind of the point. And I think this is where people tend to fall when it comes to authenticity. They think, okay, trying to be authentic. Let me go on with no makeup. But if it makes you feel bad and it makes you feel like crappy about yourself, that's not good. (laughs) I go on and do it because... I find that when I have to put makeup on, it's just tiring and exhausting. I like it occasionally as like a fun little pick-me-up, like, ooh, look, I get to wear makeup and I get to look a little bit pretty. Um, but I don't mind me with no makeup either. I This is my face. I like it. <laughs> I don't like getting pimples, which is what I feel like makeup often does for me <laughs> if I wear too much of it. Um, makeup feels uncomfortable to me most of the time. I hate wearing contacts. <laughs> That's why it's authentic to me because I just 
don't really enjoy it. And the whole, I enjoy it for fun and for costume purposes, like when I'm dressing up and just trying to like, I'm trying to be fancy for a little bit. I want to look super, super fancy and glamorous, or I want to look like a guy. Yeah, I'll put makeup on for that. Um, so yeah, that's why it's authentic to me. But why would it be authentic to you? You have to think about that. You can't just not wear makeup and say, this is authentic. <laughs> like, that's not how it works. Um, and you see this all the time, probably. Like, and you know, maybe YouTube videos where people are all like, oh my God, like, look at me, no makeup. Like, this is the real me. But that's not necessarily true all the time, right? <laughs> like, is it really the real you? Or is the real you, you know, the person that likes to create art on your face? Or is the real you, like, the person with longer eyelashes? I don't know. <laughs> like, I'm not the one who can tell you who the real you is. <laughs> and if it's something that makes you happy and makes you feel good, that's what being authentic is all about. Body confidence, like, you know, the whole confidence movement and stuff really does play into all of this. Um, and I think that, that that works the same, again, when you, come, when you come down to body confidence, too. Whether you, you know, enjoy being whatever size you are, and if you feel confident in it, that's awesome. That's you. That's who you are. And that's how you want to be. Or if there's someone who's just like, well, you know, I want to be fit. So I'm working out and working on, you know, losing the weight. Or maybe it's just like being skinny isn't someone's ideal thing. Again, any way it goes, <laughs> like whatever way that you think is most authentic to you and you're living the best life you can and doing things that, you know, feel good for you, then that's what matters. <laughs> and when I say feel good for you, it's not just like, feel good in the short term. I'm talking feel good in the long term. Okay. That's very different because <laughs> feeling good in the short term, you could do all sorts of things, feel good in the short term. You could binge on donuts. You could watch, you know, 24 hours of Netflix. You could, you know, ignore all your friends because you want to be alone. You could, you know, do all sorts of things in the short term that aren't actually good for you in the long term. Um, and you often recognize this too. You've probably felt that when you do something and you kind of regret it a little bit. Um, so you, so th this isn't, again, this isn't just stuff in the short term. This is stuff in the long term. That's what we're talking about. Feeling good in the long term. And anything you do now should be towards that feeling because you'll ultimately feel better if you aim towards long-term happiness rather than short-term happiness. That's just how it is. And if, you know, binging on a bunch of donuts is good for long-term happiness, occasionally that is true for me. I have definitely just gone and eaten a whole jar of Nutella at one sitting and I regret nothing. I don't do it every day, but I certainly have done that. I've just, you know, sat literally for an entire week in my room, just like eating pizza rolls and watching YouTube videos because I could and I did, and I regret nothing. So whatever is true to you, I needed that. Like I needed those times and I don't regret it. And they're kind of funny stories now. So to me, that's authentic. Um, so really you just need to figure out what your brand of authenticity is. Think about your business. What is your brand of authenticity? Is it wearing makeup? Is that something that makes you feel good? Is it something that like really fits your brand? And is it something that like, if you were to do it, every day or however many times that you, you know, that you feel like you need to do it, do you think it would ultimately make you happier? And that's something, sometimes you need to figure this out through trial and error. Sometimes you try it out and you realize, oh wait, this was an expectation I put on myself and it's making me tired, <laughs> you know? Um, or, oh wait, I really just only need to be putting on eyeliner because everything else I don't care about. It's really just the eyeliner. <laughs> I've actually come to that conclusion too. When I go out now, I'm like, oh, eyeliner is easy. I can do that and it makes me feel good. Cool. <laughs> um, but I don't put anything else on. So 
again, your brand of authenticity when it comes to your business, whether it's how you look, what content you're posting, how often you're posting, showing up in stories. I will say that, you know, obviously this, like we said, long-term happiness, we're not talking about short-term feeling comfortable, feeling comfortable and happiness are very different. (laughs) Um, Sometimes you do have to push yourself out of your comfort zone to reach that brand of authenticity that actually makes you happy. Um, so that again, it can be trial and error, but if there's something you feel like you've always wanted to do that you've been itching to do, but you haven't done it because of X, Y, and Z, maybe it's time to do it and try it out. Even if it feels a little bit uncomfortable at first and see if that is part of your brand of of authenticity. And oftentimes you'll see this happen with a lot of people. You know, when I started YouTube, I was, I'm an introvert. Like I didn't, putting my face on camera just was kind of a weird thing. Um, But I eventually, like, you know, I eventually taught, you know, taught myself how to do it. And now I love it. I have no problem with it. I go on with no makeup. I don't care how I look. I have a lot of fun. To me, that's authenticity. Like, I love making weird faces and doing weird poses. I don't know. It's just me. I'm just like, look at me being absolutely freaking weird. (laughs) Like, I love it. And it's me. And I am not the kind of person who just sits there and politely and is like, polite little, you know, quiet girl. No, that is not me. (laughs) <laughs> and it never will be. Um, but now you, now for you, you just have to figure out what your brand is and how that translates into your business. And I think what would really help in that case is doing something like journaling. As like I don't know, journaling seems weird to some people, but really sitting down, like having questions written out. Maybe it's on a on a sheet of paper, actually writing. Maybe it's on your computer. Maybe it's just you talking to yourself into a voice memo. And asking yourself such questions, just like, you know, what do I want to do? What have I been doing that's been really, really tiring me? What changes need to be made? Ask yourself these questions and just talk it out with yourself. Or if you feel better talking with someone else, have them ask you those questions and have them help you dig into it. If that helps you even more. Sometimes it's helpful to have someone ask you those questions. Even if you have to tell them to ask you, it still helps. Anyway. We're on to myth number three, because I'm really kind of ranting more than I thought. Myth number three is that authenticity is easy for people, or it should be easy. Um, And I think the reason, and I know like maybe you hear that and you're like, no, I don't think that. I think people just assume that being authentic should feel easy because like, oh, well, if it's you, then that's easier than faking, right? Not exactly true and I think like somewhere in our brains a lot of us kind of think that it's relatively easy to be true to ourselves which is why maybe we think we're being authentic now and but we're actually not <laughs> I, it's, a, it's a very weird thing I've noticed this um, but I mean obviously we've been conditioned from a young age to do the appropriate thing at the appropriate times right to like read the room so to speak and not let's be honest like there's obviously some people who never really learn a you know appropriate thing at appropriate time or reading the room because they've always just kind of like said what they wanted to say and done what they wanted to do and those people are automatically often a little more authentic to themselves anyway most of the time um And again, it's a conditioning that we have. And so as we grow up, we start to think that that is us. So it's like I started to think, for example, that I was this quiet, shy little wallflower that just kind of did what what she was told. And even now, like sometimes I think that I'm like, yeah, that's me, isn't it? No, that's not me. That was the me that was trying to conform. But that's not actually me. 
that's not actually who I am. And if you're sitting there thinking like, yeah, no, I'm, I was also like that. Like I'm also a shy little wallflower that just does what everyone wants. You, what, did it make you feel good though? <laughs> like, did it make you feel good to be in that position? Like if it did, great. Then that's maybe, then maybe that is you. Um, and maybe like you are the kind of person that just likes to quietly support someone. Maybe, maybe it is. Cause there are people out there that's 100% their brand, but that's not me. That's not me. I am not quiet little wallflower that does that like I am when I'm trying to conform and when I'm not being true to me but it always makes me feel shitty <laughs> and obviously like you know I, I use the feeling shitty as like the benchmark for that um but obviously like there are other things that make you feel shitty yeah you can be true to yourself and still feel shitty because you said a shitty thing or did something shitty even though it was still in line with who you were like not everyone's perfect um obviously but I mean, like, feel shitty internally, too. Like, just kind of, like, you know, maybe, maybe what you did, rather than just, like, feeling shitty because you said something bad or, or to someone, it feels shitty to you, you know? It feels shitty because you basically did something bad to yourself, <laughs> is the way I would probably put it. Um, and it's really hard to break from that conditioning. It's really hard, and not even just break from the conditioning, uh, but it's really hard to recognize that you've been conditioned to believe you are a certain way. And that's not what the intention was. The, con the conditioning was supposed to be so you acted certain ways at certain times. Um, but it, w it wasn't necessarily meant to be like, you're going to now be this person. I mean, I think in the beginning, perhaps it was. Um, but I don't think that's what most people think to do. Like, they just think like, you know, oh, you should just learn how to be, a, you know, do things appropriately and, and compromise and all of that stuff. But it ends up being that we start to believe we are a certain type of person, but it makes us feel bad. And it makes us not be true to who we are. And we wonder why we feel shitty and tired and frustrated and stressed. And that's why. <laughs> so I am not wallflower quiet person i am pretty loud i like to talk i just like to talk about myself i do like to talk about myself i like to tell stories i like to tell my experiences this is why i have a podcast because i like to talk <laughs> and someone mentioned that i have a decent voice for it so i, I did that um so <laughs> that's why i'm here um but i yeah i do like to talk and i also like to you know, I want other people to learn how to be authentic too. And I want to, you know, go out there and be me and show other, and truly show other people like, hey, it's okay to like be, you know, be a little out there sometimes if you want to be. It's okay to really just kind of like be like you. Cause I remember the people that always inspired me were the people who were just them and had that great energy. And I want to have that energy and let other people experience that energy. So maybe they can also do the same thing. Um, and so that's what you need to think of too. No, it is not easy to be authentic because we have that conditioning. Um, and true, it's true. Even the most authentic brands out there will slip up sometimes when faced with the fear of judgment and criticism, or they'll be judged and criticized for something that they did and kind of backtrack. And, you know, again, there's a reason they have PR teams. Like oftentimes PR is like fixing those kinds of messes. Um, and you know, so there are times I've looked at, you know, some of these slip ups that certain brands have had um, and people have said and like people have criticized them for it and they've apologized for it in a very like, you know, matter of fact, calm, like composed manner. And there are times that I'm just like, yeah, no, the, I think the apology was probably good, um, but I maybe wasn't the, you know, the audience for that. Um, and then there are other times when it's like, I don't know why they're apologizing because sometimes it's something as, you know, it's, it's something as simple as 
they just like, I don't know, they made a weird joke um, or other people just thought that they weren't being funny anymore. And it, it, it wasn't, I don't know. I don't know how to put it. I think there's, there are just sometimes when I see like brands, when I say brands, I don't mean to say all the big ones. I also mean like some smaller people who will like apologize for things that I'm like, I don't see why you were apologizing for that specific thing because that's you. You don't have to apologize for being you. You apologize for hurting people, which is different. <laughs> um, and I think that's what a lot of people kind of slip up with too. They think that like, you know, oh, well, I, you know, if I, if I, if I hurt someone, then I have to stop being me. That's not exactly true. <laughs> not true. Um, but true, it is true. Practice does make perfect. So as you practice kind of being, you know, trial and error, practice being more of yourself, figuring out what really is you and what isn't, um, then you'll more, you know, be better able to be yourself with more ease. Again, the more you do it, the easier it becomes. And that is 100% true. And it's been true for me. I'm still growing, but it is 100% true. Again, as you probably heard, the more you face the fear, the easier it gets. Because of course, as you faced it, you know, kind of like anyone, if they're performing on stage for the first time, it's more nerve wracking than if they're performing on stage for the hundredth time, you know? Um, it doesn't mean it's not nerve wracking at all later down the line, cause it is, um, but it's just a little bit less so. So I know I kind of went on some rants there with this authenticity myth busting, but I hope that kind of helps you understand a little bit about what authenticity really is, what it really means to be yourself. And hopefully we can all break past that um, and all get to be kind of our true selves in our businesses. And I know business is business and there are ways that people are like, oh, well, you can't do this because it's business. You need to look professional. You need to look like this. You need to only post graphics like pictures of me aren't going to do well. Or maybe like, you know, I have to post really good pictures of me. I have to have a perfect grid. My bio has to be perfect. Like all this, I have to be everywhere. I have to have an email list, like all this other stuff that everyone thinks that they have to do. Rather than thinking about what you have to do and what you're expected to do because it's like, it's business, like get that idea of business out of your head, first of all, like let that leave your brain and truly think about like, what am I trying to do in my business? What am I trying to achieve? And what then do I need to do to get there? And I say need to do, not expected to do, but what do you actually need to do? Um, and what's going to feel good for you as well? Because ultimately, if you're running this business, if you don't feel good, that vibe is going to, you know, it's going to be felt across your entire business and you're not going to do it as well as you think. So some things to think about. As always, you can find me on Instagram. I am now at the authentic Dami. Um, and I will hopefully see you there. If you have any questions, feel free to DM me. And in the meantime, I'll see you all next week. Bye.